This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Good morning, Bliss Lovers. It is Rebecca Davison here, Intuition Coach, founder of the Intuitive Life Academy. And I'm so excited to be here with you today, folks. We are on the Find Your Bliss show every Thursday morning at nine o'clock. We talk about all things spiritual, metaphysical, esoteric, and mystical. And we definitely take the red pill. So um, the inner journey of discovering who you really are and evolving in your consciousness has to be one of the most glorious, amazing processes. And 2021, wow, we're, we are here. This is a five year in numerology. So you just add the numbers up, right? And five is all about, when I tune into a five, it's kind of like chariot energy. It's like, let's go. So, and I'm pretty sure that is the same frequency as the five. So there's no more sitting, waiting around anymore. It's time to go out and create what it is that you want. There's time, there's no time to, sit around and just kind of be programmed anymore to wait for things. It's about let's go, let's make it happen, let's step into conscious creation. So today we're talking about what it is that you want. What do you want? What do you really, really want? I'm not going to sing the Spice Girls, but that's the song that comes into my head in regards to this. Tell me what you want, what you really, really want. right? And what you really want, the big secret, is to feel a certain way right? That's what you really want. Like if you break it down, whatever it is that you want to create in your life and world or to manifest, to create, to experience, there's part of you that is in the energy that I believe this experience will bring me a feeling, right? A feeling that you want to experience. So when you see yourself, like let's use a car to start with. Like if you wanted to manifest a Lamborghini, there's part of you that's going, I think that having that will bring me a certain feeling. Maybe it will, you know, you think it will make you look sexy or hot or give you more confidence or it will feel really amazing to drive it or, you know, it will give you a real thrill. There is part of the desire that you believe it's going to bring you a feeling. So this is really crucial information because if what we want is a feeling, what we want to realize is the feeling is not in the thing, (laughs) right? It's not actually in the outcome. It's a feeling. So what we can do is we can kind of unpack that, take the feeling out and go, what's it going to take to experience that feeling now and you have total control over this and this is where we start to flip the idea of manifestation on its head because you can actually create the feeling in your body now and ironically the feeling of course is an um, electronic signature that goes out into the universe which is going to bring you back more of the same because you're sending it out into the universe that we talk a lot about heart coherence and how you know getting into a space where your heartbeat is regular you have lowering your blood pressure this is why people meditate to be able to calm their central nervous system to come into a coherent pattern of energy to be able to send that out what's one of the best ways to do that of course is through gratitude just 
is taking a few moments each day to put your hand on your heart. Do it now if it's safe, right, and good for you to do so. Put your hand on your heart. Take your attention there. Your heart is super powerful. It's coded for the truth. You know, it's really where so much mystical information is held in regards to your purpose, your mission, what you came here to experience. So being the person who chooses to tune into that and then just flood that part of your body and your energy field with gratitude, right? Thinking about what you're grateful for, your heart loves that, right? And then from those energies, you can go out and create more. So just taking a few moments to kind of drop into the heart space, get into a coherent pattern of energy. Like if you're stressed, if you're confused, if you're overwhelmed, you are incoherent. So to become more coherent, you can just put your hand on your heart, take a few deep breaths, which always help to calm the body. And then just think about what you're grateful for. You'll start running your energy the right way. So it's easier for you to be able to manifest and create and attract what it is that you want. You think about it, effortless manifestation comes from being relaxed being an effortless flow it doesn't come from like grind hustle stress oh, i've got to make this happen which often people go into that energy and then they wonder why it's so hard so we're really speaking to how do you create this feeling with inside of yourself independent of what your circumstances look like and this is so important in terms of manifestation and this is often where people are like oh this manifestation gig is much harder than I gave it credit for because what I'm having to do is actually go I get to feel good no matter what right? I get to feel good no matter what somebody's saying. I get to feel good. And this is really beautiful, right? Because this is the process of evolution and shifting your consciousness is to go that you are not that dissonance, right? You are not the stress. You are not the anxiety. You're not the depression. You are an infinite being in a body. And what is true is that you are love frequency. Anytime you go out of that and kind of step into something else, you've lost your pace. You've kind of lost your center. So your job as a being is to kind of, if you choose that, is to step back into that pace, to step back into that place where your vibration is relaxed, it is open, because you're not identifying with the stress or the depression. You're not saying, this is who I am. One of the worst things you can ever do to yourself, folks, is label yourself if you are unhappy. I'm unhappy. I'm sad. I'm disappointed. I'm angry. I'm hurt. Right? And again, I get it that that's important in terms of communication, but you don't want to stay in that energy. Right? If you're feeling an emotion, by all means, sit down. Learn what it is to feel it. Allow it to pass. Your emotions are like clouds in the sky, right? They're not who you are. You're the sunshine. The clouds are just passing by. People get stuck when the cloud kind of stays into a thunderstorm that lasts for weeks, months, years. We don't want to be in that state. We want to learn what it is to allow that thunderstorm to break up, turn into little clouds and then just pass on by because that's not the truth of who we are. So this is where we have to start learning, right, what it is to observe our thoughts. Realize that our thoughts are just telling us a super, it's like having the TV on in the background, right? It just doesn't mean anything. Your thoughts only mean what you attribute, what meaning you attribute to them. You know, and this is where the ego comes in. The ego, of course, folks, is a reflex. You know, when you go to the doctor and they hit your knee with a little hammer and your leg goes doing up in the ear just to check your reflexes? That's the process of the ego. The ego identifies. 
I am this, right? I am a body. I am a mind. I am a woman. I am um, this age or I have this background. Your ego is always doing the identifying. So to really become free, we want to release all the identifications. Even um, I'm a coach or you know, I'm married or I have children. All of those are things that can kind of reinforce our identification to the external world. You want to kind of pull the tent pegs out and let go of all of that. So you can kind of go, you know what? I'm just going to be an infinite being that has a body. I'm going to let go of where I'm identifying with time and space. And I'm really going to start identifying more with my limitless self. Why? Because it's going to transcend your suffering. You're going to allow yourself to be free and we all I think truly desire that you know a lot of the times I've seen it before where people um, they might be a little bit addicted to the drama or the trauma Um, if you've got any kind of addicted tendencies whether that's drinking drugs alcohol sex whatever it is addiction is just a pattern right that can be transferable often there is an addiction to drama because drama is exciting right you don't know what's going to happen next and also too that buys into our need as humans for certainty and uncertainty but it just becomes an unhealthy pattern and we need to let go of that so we are choosing peace and I don't know about you but if you've ever been in circumstances where you're just so tired of the drama right you're tired of that extreme kind of negative or toxic excitement of what's going to happen next or how badly can I be treated in this situation before I actually go you know what I've had enough I'm out of here I choose peace instead of this so being the people who can actually go you know what I'm going to let go of anywhere I have these identifications and learn what it is to be in my true nature and learn what it is to even start recognizing where I am identifying. And a good place to start, right, is probably your career. You know, are you identifying with um, what you do? You know, and has the litmus test, right? Can you, would you be safe, right, and good and happy to just collapse all of it tomorrow, right, your whole life? The the energy of... um, you know, whatever it is that you do, if you're a coach, if you're a guide, if you're a teacher, if you're an author, you know, how much identity do you have associated with what it is that you do? And we often all do this unconsciously. We're not even aware that we're doing it. Oh, you know, I'm getting my validation because I'm a coach. You know, I was thinking about that this morning in terms of testimonials, like, and it makes me laugh because yes, on one level, I very much appreciate when a people give me a lovely testimonial. However, I'm also very consciously aware it's got nothing to do with me, right? It is about the universe. The universe has stepped into that person's life and which is who they are already anyway. It's just like they've remembered who they really are and I've helped them to facilitate that process. So, and again, just noticing, you know, how can you tell? Do you seek validation from other people? You know, are you wanting people to say, oh my gosh, you're so amazing or you're so awesome? If you are, are you saying that to yourself? You know, if you feel like you need that, are you actually giving it to yourself? You know, again, what I love actually about spiritual development is the fact that we have to hold ourselves in really high levels of accountability because you are responsible for everything, right? 
response-able, the ability to be able to respond. Your life is your filter, you know, your perception. So spiritual work is really like cleaning the window so you can see clearly. And some of this is super challenging, like our reflex, our ego can go boing and get right in there. And it's always your ego, that reflex, right? It's always trying to keep you safe. But it often kind of keeps you small. And I, for want of better language too, like your ego doesn't make you do anything. It's just a reflex. So we want to be careful that we don't brand it as wrong because it does kind of get a bad rap. It's just an illusion. It's just, it's not who we are. It's kind of like... Um, you know, driving through a red light, it doesn't make you a bad person, right? It's just like, oh my goodness, you know, why, you know, oops. It's kind of like stepping out of your peace and it's the reflex that can pop you out. So our job is to be aware and kind of go, oh look, I've gone into illusion. I've gone into an untruth. How are you going to be able to tell? Because you're not, you're going to probably feel not great, right? You're going to feel crappy. You're going to feel like, oh, I can't believe, you know, blame, criticism, judgment. Again, that's not necessarily just the ego, right? But those things come up often. The ego reflex process is there. Why are we blaming or judging or criticizing somebody? So we want to learn what it is to be responsible within ourselves so we can create what it is that we want to see. And I know, like I remember thinking this years ago, that if life is just a dream and it's literally just a choice, whether you see it as, as good or great or the truth or bad for want of better language and kind of sucky, if you just have a choice at the end of the day, of course you're going to choose what's good, surely. Of course you're going to see the truth. Of course you're going to choose what feels good. Why wouldn't you? Don't you want to feel good? But this is the thing. People have limitations on feeling good. We have guilt that comes in there and we and it pulls us down. You know, you start feeling good about something and then the ego can, well, the reflex can kick in, right? And then we end up feeling guilty. It's like, oh, I feel so happy and other people are miserable. Who does that serve, right? Who does that serve to be that person in that space? But let's go back to what is it that you really want? Because again, thinking about anything that you're desiring in your life right now, what is the emotion that you feel it's going to bring you? And what does it take? You know, maybe it's more happiness. Maybe it's more bliss. Maybe it's more joy. Maybe it's more freedom. What's it going to take to experience that now? Because you're an infinite being in a body, you're a creator being, you can create that emotion now. And this is a huge trick to manifestation, right? Feel it now, experience it now, collapse time so you can experience it now. This is supersonically important in terms of the person that you wish to become. What does it take to be that person now? Even taking a couple of minutes to go, what does my ideal self look and feel like? You know, and this can show up as in, you know, manifesting an amazing partner, having the body that you want, having the business that you want. It's usually those things, right? Your your own physical self, relationships and financial security, and, you know, and so what does that look like? But also too, do you actually, like if the universe kind of imploded time and went boom and gave it to you right now, would you literally be able to receive it? Because your mind often goes, yeah, of course I would, right? <laughs> and then your energy field is just like, no way. It would totally freak me out if I received everything because the change, 
right? The change process. And that's what we want to start. That's why we want to start learning what it is to focus our attention in the direction that we want it to go, not just from the mind, but energetically. How am I being in this moment, right? Am I being the best version of myself? Am I making decisions from this most powerful part of myself? If I had no fear, what would I choose next, right? You'll start seeing things very differently when you start asking yourself those questions. You can probably feel that immediately starts activating your power, your sacred power to be able to create. Now, I tell you what, folks, a lot of people are afraid of their power. That's why a lot of people aren't using it and activating it and going out and experiencing the joy and bliss that they want to. I have seen this a lot where people, um, they are not completely in their own authority. And what happens is um, people do funny things like this, right? They compare themselves to other people. And often they'll make an assessment, right? They'll go, okay, I see that person as above me. And um, instead of seeing them all neutral, as in uh, these are all extensions of source energy, people go, okay, because they're looking, they're comparing themselves against this person. They go, okay, that person's above me or that person's below me. Again, this is the reflex action that can occur. And then we go, okay, if that person's above me, then I'm going to put them on a pedestal. And what happens when you put somebody on a pedestal? Invariably, you end up pushing them off, (laughs) right? Um, I've done this to other people before and I've had it done to me where you kind of think, oh, this person's so amazing. You're giving them something that's kind of not really there. They're just a human being like everybody else. They're still dealing with their stuff on a day-to-day basis, but you are attributing kind of some fantasy or magical thought process or thinking to that person. You're looking at their power proposition and seeing perhaps that it's more expanded than yours. And instead of actually going, okay, I wonder what it is to kind of embody this energy, you kind of go into a bit of judgment perhaps and making it right to start with. And of course, if we make something right, inevitably we end up making it wrong, right? Because we, if we're operating from that level of consciousness, you know, equal. So this side, that side. Alrighty. So, sorry, just heard something back there. So realizing too, right, if you, um, if you are looking or judging or comparing yourself and then you see other people below you, again, what kind of energy is that sending out? What you want to do, folks, is realize that we are all expressions of God, right? Because somebody has more money does not mean that they have more power than you, right? That is complete fallacy, And you want to knock that on its head. You have creator being energy inside of you. It is in every single cell of your body. It is who you are. Have you activated it? That is the question. Are you going out there and choosing to create what it is that you want? You want to start asking yourself some very different quality questions. Where am I not being responsible Right? Where am I not responding to what is in front of me? Where am I um, putting up with certain things? Right? Where am I kind of tolerating stuff? Right? And as opposed to actually taking care of it, you know, solving the problem, fixing it, having that conversation, even if it is uncomfortable to say, you know what, we need to close the loop here. We need to be the people who, um, you know, have those difficult conversations, the quality of your life is determined by your ability to have difficult conversations. I love that. It's a quote by Tim Ferriss. And it's so true. 
because especially with ourselves right where am i giving my power away where am i not going for it because of all the stories that i'm telling myself or all my limiting beliefs where am i waiting for something to happen before i take action that's quite common right like i'll just wait until the circumstances are right what are you doing about the time is now and now more than ever in 2021 like i said about five it's speed right you want to go fast you know i don't know if you are feeling that but now's not the time to sit on the fence if you sit on the fence you get a sore butt right so it's time to get off the fence and get amongst it and get into your passion why because your happiness is not something that you put on hold it's not something that you go okay i'll do that next week (laughs) right you want to be happy now and learning this this is a fundamental your happiness is not in the outcome no matter what you go out and achieve if you've noticed this you set a goal you go out you achieve it and then two seconds later you're like celebrating maybe But then after that, you're like, what do you do? You set another goal. So you don't want your happiness to be in the outcomes. You want your happiness to be here now. So what are you going to do to cultivate that? And intuitive mastery folks that we have been doing daily devotion and asking these kind of questions, right? What does it take to show up and dedicate those, you know, maybe it's 20 minutes first thing in the morning to the universe, to getting your energy in the highest vibration, to expressing gratitude, to being in that place where you are opening up that holiness, that divinity within you, that you're connecting in with a sacred temple inside of yourself. So you can see yourself as sacred. You can see yourself as holy. You can have reverence for yourself. You're approaching yourself with care. You're approaching yourself with wonder and awe at the infinite power that you have to be able to create an amazing life, that the resources that you have available to you, that are free it's called asking questions it's called self-inquiry it's called being still and listening to that still small voice of God within you to get guidance to feel the nudge you know and again people getting intuitive information all the time and I want you to check if this is you that you're getting the nudge that you're getting the hint and you're like oh okay I got that message but I'm just going to ignore it and then what happens right is you kind of miss an opportunity because your intuition's literally tapping you on the shoulder and say hey hey you should have a conversation with that person or hey hey you know that that's for you can you feel it and then you ignore it and then you're kind of like oh I wonder why life feels a little bit static or kind of shut down or it going slower or I'm not going faster towards what I wish to experience because You're ignoring that inner voice inside of you. Now, I know a lot of people, right, especially um, in the Facebook group, they get intuitive guidance, and but, you know, it's a leap to start taking action on it, right? Because it means that you're trusting in something that doesn't make sense, right? Your intuition is not rational at all. (laughs) It is not logical. It is not linear. It does not refer to time at all. Right, The universe, you know, we're dealing with the universe. We're dealing with um, energy that's beyond time and space. We are dealing with infinite energy. So our, our mind can get stuck in the way and go, oh, this doesn't make sense. It's not supposed to. Who said that it had to? 
right? And this is the thing, right? If you follow your guidance, it will just start opening up doors. And often what will happen is you'll get some guidance and you go, oh, okay, I'll go and do that. And then you go do it. And then you're kind of expecting it to be linear. So therefore, if I do this, then this is what's going to happen because your mind will run away with the story, right? And you go do that. And then you're like, oh, okay, that wasn't the result that I was expecting. But something else will open up, maybe in the opposite direction. You know, a door will open, a door will appear where there was once a wall. That's literally, but you have to take that action step. And when you're taking that action step, that's when you're activating your power. And then the universe starts sending you more guidance, right? Because you have said, I'm available to receive it. I'm open to receiving it. Give me more information. Give me more guidance. Let's go. Right, And again, it's so exciting too because your mind cannot fathom, and nor should it, it can't fathom the furthest expanse of the universe. It can't begin to understand it. You know, there's no way that human mind, I think, will ever understand um, infinite intelligence. It's just not possible. You know, we're trying to, you know, we've got a brain that's like this big, right? And we're trying to understand something that is infinite, that is infinitely intelligent, that, you know, the energy that essentially has created. I mean, all you need to do to be blown away by the universe is go and look at plants and look at all the different types of plants and all the different markings and all the different um, sequence and energy they have in them incredible, mind-blowing, staggering, the vast, intricate nature of the universe. A lot of people think that it's chaos, but it's all completely unified and ordered. It's um, it's beyond mind-blowing, right? Hey folks, thanks so much for joining in on Facebook. I love that you guys tune in and watch here. I always do the first 25 minutes or so on the Intuitive Life Academy page, folks, if you're listening, if you want to come join that every Thursday morning. So um, I'm going to say goodbye to you guys now and I'm going to turn the video off. You can continue to listen by going to 96.9 or you can listen to the podcast on iTunes under Find Your Bliss. If you're in the Facebook group, you'll find the links under Announcement. Thanks for tuning in, folks. Lots of love. Bye for now. Alrighty, just finishing up there. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> so today, folks, we're talking about what it is that you really, really want. And what you really, really want is to feel a certain way. So even asking yourself, you know, um, what's my capacity to feel joy? What's my capacity to feel bliss? You know, how could I experience more bliss today? I know, right? We don't even ask ourselves these questions. We ask ourselves, like, what's for lunch? Do I want a sandwich or something else? What's on TV? No, you want to spend your time using your mind to ask questions that are going to change your life. How can I create more joy in this relationship? What needs to be addressed so this relationship can come into more harmony? Who do I need to extend myself to to open my heart to so I can experience more love in my body what is the truth you know I have been studying A Course in Miracles really enjoying it and it is very um, let's just say it's confronting to that reflex the ego in terms of um, recognizing that 
we identify all the time. And why do we have this reflex, also known as the ego, the part of us that likes to identify? Because on one level, it's trying to help us to feel safe. It's kind of like a, a byproduct of evolution. You know, if we um, if we have an idea of our you know, picking order in society, then we can make sure that we are making choices that continue our lineage. You know, if we're going back to caveman days, for example, and we're starting to develop this reflex, also known as the ego, to be in that space where we, we're starting to make those judgments and comparisons. But we're doing that because we want um, we want strength in our tribe. We want to create the best tribe so we have the better chance of survival. So that kind of gives you a bit of an idea of where this ego reflex is kind of evolved from but of course you know in this day and age you can look at our desire for unsatiable desire for material items could be an ego reaction or um, anything that really creates separation or disconnection or moves us out of the truth of who we are and the truth is that we are love so if we're making a conscious choice that goes against the energy of love then we're really choosing an illusion. We're choosing something that is going against ourselves. Because, um, and we can feel it, right? I mean, like, we're all divine instruments. And the beautiful thing is, is the universe lets us know your feelings are really a barometer in terms of, you know, am I enjoying my life? If you're enjoying your life, if you're feeling happy, if you're feeling relaxed, if you're feeling safe, if you're feeling open, you can imagine too, folks, that's an indication that you're kind of right with the universe. Now, don't let your mind judge you by going, I'm not happy, so therefore I'm not connected to the universe. No, 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 you don't want to do that. The universe is just bringing you information to let you know that you're not in alignment. <clears throat> Again, we don't ever want to let ourselves use our ego against us to beat ourselves up right and again we have to be so careful with our language too because you know language can be confining and we want to endeavor to make sure that our language is open so we are making better choices we have greater awareness rather than like listening to it and through and of course this is going to happen depending on where you're at and where your filter is if you've got a filter of judgment at the moment, you are going to hear what I'm saying through a filter of judgment. So you might automatically turn around and go, I'm going to make myself wrong because I've been doing this, this and this or because I've been feeling sad. And this is what happens, unfortunately, to people who are feeling depressed. I've done this before myself. If you're feeling sad or depressed or angry or frustrated and then you make yourself wrong for feeling that way. <laughs> Right, which is just like a double whammy. It's like, oh no, why would you do that to yourself? Why would you pour concrete on yourself when you're already not feeling great anyway? You know, is that really a loving thing to do? No. So what we do is we go, okay, well, if I am feeling this way, what choice am I going to make in this moment that's going to move me towards being back in the energy of feeling good? Right, of being in alignment with universal forces of love and bliss and harmony and being congruent, being in alignment, being connected to those frequencies, being those frequencies of love and joy and bliss because that's what you really want because you think about it, folks. If you were feeling love and joy and bliss, would it matter to, or like consistently? Would it matter to you if you had shoes? 
you know, would it matter to you if you had the right coat? Would it matter to you if you had, you know, the latest car or whatever it is? You know, and that's not to say that you can't desire material items, but I think what happens is you get to a certain point when you know yourself as the creator and the manifester of your own life that you actually lose your desire for material items because you already know that you can create it. I know that sounds a little weird, but bear with me because it's about the feeling that you are generating. It's about who you are being within yourself that becomes more important to you. And your focus therefore shifts to, oh, not that I want a Lamborghini. It's like, am I still in the energy of peace? What can I do to create more pace in my life? Well, not even more pace because when you're out of pace, you're just out. And it doesn't matter if it's a little bit or a lot, you're just out. So what does it take to come back into the truth and be in pace? That becomes more of a priority than manifesting the Lamborghini, right? Not to say that you can't have the Lamborghini, by all means, have it. Have the experience. Have that, um, you know, the ability to be able to create it. You know, I've had experiences before too where I've manifested large sums of money and you think, oh my goodness, this is great. It's going to make me happy. And it doesn't, right? Money doesn't bring you fulfillment. Only your soul can do that. So just think about it in terms of, What's, your, what's the value of your happiness in your life? How much are you dedicating your time and energy to actually being able to create that? You know, are you committed no matter what? And I get it. We had a conversation about this the other day in the Facebook group about manifesting when you've experienced trauma. The truth is everybody's experienced trauma in one way or other. Some people have experienced more extreme trauma um, and everybody does it differently too. Like I've seen some people who have experienced extreme trauma and they, you know, they're like, it was just a walk in the park. And I've seen other people who are super sensitive have something that would be considered half, right? But they've experienced it completely differently because they're so sensitive. So there's no right or wrong in regards to how we experience trauma either. We don't want to make ourselves wrong, right or wrong about that. But the impact it has on our ability to be able to create our life. And I want to fundamentally say, folks, if you are depressed, if you're angry, if you are suffering with mental health, don't give yourself a label. Please don't ever say to yourself, this is who I am. That is your ego identifying, right? You're a limitless being in a body. If you need an identity, choose that because it's spacious. You don't want to say, I'm depressed, I'm broke, I'm this, I'm that, I'm weak. This is all untruth. That is not who you are. And the great work, the challenge is to see your own power, the great work is to really push back the curtains of illusion on where you are denying the truth of who you really are. And guess what? There is part of you that if you are listening to this, you can feel it. You can feel that energy known as your soul, that part of you that knows that you are way more powerful than you are giving yourself credit for. And again, when we step into power, Yes, right? Our ego is going to get activated because it's going to be like, ooh, look at me, right? It's going to start to identify with that. But the irony is true power, there is no identification, right? True power is the infinite and you can't even put the infinite into words properly. It's a struggle right, to explain something that is just 
so majestic, expanded, glorious, divine, universal, um, infinite. How do you explain that? As soon as we start putting words on it, we're limiting it. But there's part of you that knows that your soul holds all the keys. There's part of you that knows what it feels like to live in the energy of inspiration. That's what you're craving, really, is you're craving to know yourself and to know your true power, which is deeply humble, which is um, doesn't need any validation. It do- and this is what happens when we start stepping into our infinite power. We don't need compliments from other people because we can feel the energy of everything that we could ever need, right? We don't even need any validation anymore because we just know who we are. We're not needing somebody to say, oh, you're great. Don't even need somebody to say, you know, happy birthday or congratulations on your wedding or, you know, you don't need any of that because you know who you are. And that is the greatest gift in and of itself. And that's really, really, really what people want. They want to know the truth of who they are and to be able to be in those energies and frequencies so they can have an amazing life experience. That's what we really want. So the question then becomes, to what level do you feel like you are showing up each day ready and willing to know your true infinite self, the part of you that can create effortlessly? The part of you that's just experiencing so much joy because you can see everybody and your external reality as an extension of source energy. You're not judging people by going, or that person has money, or that person doesn't, or that person has bad manners, or that person doesn't. You can literally, and it's a journey, right, folks? It is a journey to get to that place. But this is why we practice every day. We practice to get into the space where we can see the person at the grocery store that's holding up the queue. We can be like, wow, look at that person who's an infinite being, an extension of source energy. Isn't that amazing? Instead of sitting there and judging them and going, oh my goodness, I can't believe they're taking so long and they're holding up the whole line. It's a completely different perspective. And you just think about it, folks. What do you think that does in your own energy field? If you're standing there with love and compassion and sympathy or even empathy, as opposed to standing there in judgment and criticism, you know, it's really your experience, your perception creates your experience so what are you going to choose are you going to choose to see the truth are you going to choose to see the universe through the eyes of the universe like the way that the universe sees it or are you going to choose to see it from your rational critical mind and that's the most amazing thing right the power of choice so when you think about what it is that you want to create in your life maybe reframe it and go what i actually really want is to know God. That's what I really want. Because, you know, like, yeah, the Lamborghini's nice or the cash is nice or the partner's nice or whatever is nice. But what is going to override all of that? All of that, right? Because money comes and goes. Partners come and go, right? Um, Relationships come and go. Careers come and go, as we are very well aware. We have to let go of all those things that we're identifying with to truly be free. And one thing I am 
totally committed to and have been for a very long time. If you are a person who is experiencing suffering right now, please know that you have my love and my attention and my focus because I know what it's like to suffer. I know what it's like to think that the universe is completely against you. I know what it's like to go, this is too painful and I don't want to be here anymore, right? Summon up that energy and choose to redirect it. Ask the universe to show you your true nature now. Because I know when you're in that space, time can feel endless. It can feel slow. It feels heavy. It feels unkind. And learn what it takes to change this relationship around inside yourself. I feel really passionate about this because, you know, like every now and then, your mind can literally block it out because it's so painful. And I think 2020 was really painful for a lot of people. Being denied access to other people, being denied access to our freedoms, to be able to travel, to be able to connect. It has been huge for a lot of people. But you think about it, where have people had to go? They've had to go indoors and they have had to go inside of themselves. They've had to be present to that still small voice of calm. So if you are a light leader, a healer or a guide, it is time to step up, folks. You know why? Because the world really needs you because there are a lot of people who are coming online in terms of awakening up. We are really in the thrust of a great awakening. People are like, you know, WTF, like what the, what the hell is going on, right? We need to go in and take that red bell by doing the inner work of choosing to see the truth inside of ourselves. You know, the red pill is a little bit of a misnomer in the respect that there's nothing outside of you that can show you um, truth. The truth is in you, but we have to start asking ourselves questions and being willing to create a relationship with ourselves that really works, to create a relationship with ourselves where we actually enjoy our own company, where we create a relationship with ourselves that we know that we are worthy, independent of our money, that we know that we love ourselves, independent of being in a relationship, that we know that we um, have the strength and courage to get ourselves out of our way so we can be in service to the divine. Because if you really want to be happy and fulfilled, you will make the universe a priority. In fact, I don't think I know anybody who has made... Um, who hasn't made the universe a priority, who is truly fulfilled. I've only ever seen it where people who make the universe a priority are truly fulfilled, right? Truly, deeply satisfied, happy, in contentment. I've never seen a person, and not to my, I mean, I'm sure it's possible, but I've never met anybody in my reality who doesn't place the universe first, and experiences those levels of fulfillment. Because the universe is always tapping on your shoulder, right? It's always, and how does it tap on your shoulder? Through those circumstances that trigger you. You know, those are the moments that we need to use to awaken our triggers. That's the universe saying, hey, 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 you know there's more than this, right? You know you're choosing a level of reality that's kind of limited. And you can choose that if you want, but are you enjoying it? If you're not enjoying it, then maybe you'd like to expand Maybe you'd like to shift into more truth. Maybe you'd like to experience more joy. Maybe you'd like to know yourself more as the creator. Are you interested in that? Because the universe is always available to you for that, for that purpose. 
And again, folks, I get it, you know, like I have, I've, you know, the funny thing is when you start working with understanding yourself more and noticing how your own ego reacts and doing the work to really transcend it and so you can live a life free of suffering, you notice it in yourself so much more because you have a different perspective. It's like, you know how when you step back from something, you can see it more clearly, right? And the idea hopefully is to get so far back that it's just a small dot in the distance, right? But to be the person who's very aware of your own internal responses. So you can even see within yourself, oh, look, I can feel my ego, that part of me, that reflex that wants to identify. I can feel it kicking in in this situation and it's starting to identify. What's it starting to identify with as the person maybe who's been affronted? in this situation, as the person who's maybe choosing to make themselves feel guilty, as the person who is um, wanting validation from other people, as the person who's choosing to be needy and to be in the energy of, look at me, look at me, look at me, right? Or I need something from you. I mean, sometimes, folks, it's really obvious and sometimes it's not, right? Like when somebody... You know, because it's really interesting too, because I go into these existential crises where I'm just like, is that my ego responding to their ego when somebody comes at you and they're just coming from that, um, you know, that place that just seems really self-serving, right? Because, you know, I'm all about relationships and relationships for me, it's about opening up, developing trust, feeling safe. So when somebody comes into my world, especially as an introvert, and they come into my world and they're really in a bold energy and they're kind of like, I want you to do this for me, I can find that really kind of like, you know, like you're too far in my field. Would you please step out? I find that kind of too much. Um, I'm not sure about you, but that's 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 for me. You know, because it's all about creating a safe boundary. You know, I had a circumstance happen a wee while ago and somebody was like, I want you to do this for me. And I was just like, oh, okay, that feels... And then I was like questioning myself going, oh, is this my ego having a reaction to her ego? Or, you know, you go into such a funny story in your head. But again, to even ask those questions so you can gain clarity. And just noticing, right, where you go out of your peace. Not making yourself wrong that you have an ego, because it's a reflex that has been developed to keep you safe. So you don't ever want to make it wrong, but you want to be very aware that you're not even giving it a separate entity in the respect of it doesn't do anything to you. It's not like a separate person that has control over you. It is just a reflex. So we want to be going, oh, am I having a reflex here where I'm starting to identify with something that is not true? Or am I actually staying in truth because I can still be in love frequency in this situation? I can still see through eyes of love. I can see that, yes, maybe this person is has a powerful energy, but I can still say no and that's fine. And there doesn't need to be any other charge around it than that rather than me going into judgment because I don't like the way that I've been approached. Yeah, and again, just checking. As long as you're staying in your peace, that's probably a better litmus test, right, of rather, and not judging yourself if you do have a reflex reaction, but just being aware and going, you know what, what's the choice that I'm going to have in this situation? You know, and where does, where does that reflex kick in uh, around money, 
right? <laughs> right? What's my worth? What's my value? And identify. I want to identify, and this is what people do all the time. They identify money with value. And therefore, if I have more money, I have more value. Okay? And that's not true. So, you know, you want to throw that limiting belief down the toilet. And and again, shifting, and again, we're, we're going to do more on that because I'm starting in the Facebook group, folks, and the Intuitive Later Life Academy Facebook group, if you're interested. I'm doing some videos at the moment on profit and what it means to live in the energy of profit. Because profit to me is, yes, it's about making money, but it's also about having fun. Profit is abundant energy, right? It's like... Um, you know, the image that comes to mind is like the cork at the bottom of um, the water and it just pops up. You know, that feeling of buoyancy, of there's more than enough, like this is safe, it's fun, it's enjoyable. That's the energy of profit to me. And I'm talking about how around money and how we can leak money, we leak power, um, how we can get scared of speed, etc. If you're a business owner, if you're a coach, if you're a guide, if you're interested in learning more about the energetics of profit, then do come and join us in the Intuitive Life Academy Facebook group. Just doing the videos. Again, if you just go into the video section and look them up, I just did one yesterday about speed and about how we can literally slow ourselves down because we're kind of going, if I make $100,000 this week, then I'm not in energetic alignment with that. I'm not allowed it. I don't deserve it, right? We want to get rid of that word. But also, too, how we can slow our energy down because we can freak out, right? Because we're not assimilated with our perception of that value from the universe's point of view again you want a cup of coffee here manifest it you want a lamborghini here manifest it it doesn't associate value we do that as humans so that's our journey to transcend that again as well and be in those energies of kind of like going just always constantly having that conversation with yourself and you're doing that anyway so what does it take to upgrade that What does it take to get to know yourself better and create a relationship with yourself that really works? Where you're not judging yourself, right? Where you're not criticizing yourself, where you're actually going, oh, look what I'm doing, especially if you're being mean to yourself. You just can interrupt yourself and go, oh, look what I'm doing. You know what? I'm not going to do that anymore today. That's my five minutes. I've been mean to myself and I'm going to let that go. So the next day it can be four minutes. And the next day it can be three minutes. And the next day it can be two minutes. You know, have the intention that you're not mean to yourself. And then we can develop more compassion, more humility, more grace. And then it's easier for us to actually move into states where we, we can be in the energy of atonement, where we can actually go, you know what? I'm sorry. I made a mistake. I hurt your feelings. You know, how can I resolve this? Um, We're doing forgiveness and intuitive mastery on Monday. And I love forgiveness, right? Forgiveness is an ongoing practice that we need to commit to consistently. It is not something that we do just once. I actually might do a radio show on it because it's a big topic and there's a lot of myths around it. And I think I've done one before, but you know, the process of forgiveness, you know, there's always another evolution in terms of understanding. And this is what I love about the spiritual path is the more you expose yourself to the information and the awareness and the frequency, the more you embody it within yourself, the more you embody it within your physical body, the more calm, the more relaxed, the more open, the more expanded you're going to feel, the more you are being that, the easier it is to be to manifest what it is that you truly want. 
and to be in those frequencies of truth. The truth is, every person that you see, this is a big one for the ego folks, right, is innocent, right? And we can go into a whole topic of the other day, another time about, you know, what about people who've hurt other people? Those people usually have come from a place where they've been hurt themselves and that's why they end up hurting other people. It is very, very seldom that you have somebody who's dropped into a body on the planet who is just um, evil, right? Very seldom. So, you know, they've usually had some kind of exposure to an energy that they've made a decision about which has resulted in the behavior that they're choosing. So they're still innocent. Universe loves all of us the same way without judgment and now we can't often comprehend that because we are so in judgment all the time and we don't even realize that we're doing it and that's why we need to start asking ourselves those questions realizing things like all judgment is self-judgment right because we're all connected so if we are judging somebody else we are literally judging ourselves it's why i've used that analogy before if you see somebody and they have like six lamborghinis you want to bless them with another 10 right instead of judging them and making them wrong because if you make them wrong you're basically saying that's not for me that's not something that i'm choosing to create and the universe then responds directly and goes, okay, that's not for you, right? Because you're judging it and making it wrong and pushing it away from you rather than going, oh my God, that's so cool. I'm going to bless you with another 10 more. I hope that becomes your manifestation. So then you're saying yes to that. Yes, I can. And this is why it's so important to do the work around money. If you want to be rich, you need to unpack all your limiting beliefs around money. You need to unpack anywhere you make it wrong or that if you have too much that you're greedy or that if you have too much that you're going to lose your humility. The other thing that is happening on the 7th of uh, February, which I appreciate I think is Waitangi weekend, uh, I will be speaking at the Red Tent Aotearoa, which is in the Craycroft Centre. If you come into the Facebook again you will see the event. Um, there's tickets that you can, as by Koha, so you can make a donation to come along. And I'm going to be speaking about the power of humility in relationship to your money. Right? Because guess what money does? It kind of activates that reflex, the ego reaction. And this is where we can do some really amazing spiritual work in terms of bringing the energy of humility to your money so it's safe right and good for you to step into massive abundance while being in the energy of humility that's what we're looking for that's the sweet spot right folks <clears throat> I hope you think so hey folks as always it is a privilege and a pre pleasure to come to you from the find your bliss radio show do subscribe to us on iTunes and um Spotify, that's where you'll find us. And know that, yes, where there will be a new podcast coming soon called Intuitive Abundance. So keep your eyes and ears peeled for that. In the meantime, I'm sending you so much love and blessings. Do come and join us either in the tribe on the Facebook page, or if you're not on Facebook, you can always sign up for my newsletter at www.rebeccadavison.life, L I F E. It's always a pleasure to connect with you. Know that you're infinite, know that you're loved, know that you have so much more power available to you than you are currently exercising and know that the path to freedom is always through self through self-inquiry i'm sending you so much love lots of love folks bye for now